Sweet. Yeah. Well, here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Neil. Neil has a new album called Ailment, which was released on October 16th. Right now, I'm being joined by Pedro to share some more information about this release, about what he's got going on, about life in Portugal, about how to say Portuguese words, uh, about his favorite kind of pizza. We're going to get into all kinds of things today. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Pedro, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Great to have you online. Let's start. Let's start small. Let's start basic. How is life in Portugal these days? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? How is it? Uh, yeah, it's 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 the same as in the rest of the world, I believe, because yeah, COVID cases are raising and lowering and raising and lowering. And lately, we've been uh, demanded to not leave home uh, on weekends uh, from 1 p.m. Uh, so there are some restrictions on walking on on the streets and stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, people are more and more working from home, uh, at least the ones who can. Uh, and that seems like a new normal now. Uh, yeah, but let's see how the the new year starts and with this vaccine stuff, if this changes. Because yeah, musically is totally stopped yeah it's nothing happened anywhere i mean you have one or two bars that can do limited uh, gigs but yeah not not much happening uh music wise mm-hmm. okay interesting so some bars that can do some limited gigs like i don't know like what 20 people or something yeah i think one of them can host like 50 people tops and the other one I know, it's like 150, I believe, that is a big uh, venue on Porto called Art Club. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the number, but yeah, the, it can host a bit more with, with like the COVID restrictions and, and stuff. Okay, cool. I'm looking it up right now, artclubportugal.com. Yeah, okay. great place, by the way. Okay. According to Google, they're permanently closed. Maybe they just said that because of coronavirus. Uh, I know that Garia, that is a really cool band here in Portugal, they they did their presentation show there some weeks ago or like a month ago. And I know one more band did that. I, I believe that was... Not sure if it was Terror Empire. I don't know. It's, it's another... It's another trash band here from Portugal mm-hmm. uh, and they also did that uh, uh, album presentation there I believe very cool well yeah. art por- artclubportugal.com has some cool artwork uh, yeah it's it's a great place to to have go and see you, you there's a, a good festival festival there that is Amplifest that yeah it's one of the my favorite uh, uh, festivals in Portugal that happens in art club every year but yeah not this year okay not this year but why is it your favorite festival that you would mostly because of the bands that they choose for that festival it's more my 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 taste uh and also because uh it's 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 not a huge venue it's like you can pack i don't know the, the 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 number of people that it can Host, but it's like tops one uh, uh, 800 
people, I believe. If I'm, I'm, I hope I'm not saying anything that's not correct, but it's it's like the the ambience in, in the in the room. It's 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 cozy. Let's say that. And <laughs> yeah, and also about the um, the people from from the north of Portugal are very nice. Very, uh, um, I'm, I'm lack of the word for uh, for sympathy. Uh, so they. I don't know. It's 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 like a new, uh, also a new uh, place that I can go to that I don't visit that often, and yeah. But but most may, mainly because of the, the 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 type of festival that is that have all of those great bands. I got to see Sumac, that is one of my favorite bands there. Uh, yeah, and it was it was great. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. You mentioned the people in the north of Portugal are the better of the Portuguese people. Uh, yeah, I think they are. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not saying that they're better than the others. Like, I'm from Alentejo, so I'm Alentejan, and we're also nice people, and I work in Lisbon, and they're also nice people. But I don't know, there's something in the north of Portugal that can pass some more uh, uh, kindness, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they're more uh, open to things, uh, more... Um, I don't know the word, but like they are better hosts. If if I make myself clear, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, very clear. Is that a Boss HM2 sweater that you're wearing? Yeah, it is. It's a gift for my girlfriend. Yeah. Wow. Boss HM2. Yeah. Old school. <laughs> is that on the record? Uh, no, not on this one. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes me sad for a second. Um, yeah. Granted, I did not hear an HM2. On the record, but maybe you had blended it in very low or something. Mm, I didn't. No. Okay. Now that takes me into. I, I mean, I have I have a, a pedal somewhere here that, but it's not an HM2. Oh, it's this one. And it was it's a Behringer um, simulator for an HM2. It's a Behringer pedal, very cheap, but it does the job. And I yeah I, I've used it in uh, a record that I just finished uh, producing and mixing for a band called Veneno, mm-hmm. and yeah it sounded great yeah so HM2 for the win but the cheapest version. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Did you go into the amp or did you go into did you bypass the preamp? Did you use it as a preamp? No, uh, I've just connected this to my reamp box and just mic the cap and straight into the DAW. Okay. Boom. So you use it as a preamp. Fantastic. Um, cool. Now that takes us into the production of this record because it looks like you're in a fancy studio. Uh, mm, not that really. It's my basement. So yeah. Well, your basement it's looks nicer than. I, I don't have any. I mean, I have a guitar and a bass and some some amps, uh, but no drums here. So I have my working station here, my controllers, my monitors. But yeah, not not a fancy studio. You, you can, I I guess you can even come and be uh, without lowering your hat because it's too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's what I can have, and I have to work with uh, with what I have. So yeah, yeah. You got some cool lights. You even got some IKEA lights. I have that same light, the yeah. one that you have behind the ceiling fan. I have two oh, of yeah. those. Yeah, not the ceiling fan. The... Yeah, I can take you around a bit more. Beautiful. Let's do like, it. This is my, uh, <laughs> this is my lovely place that I've been building uh, with what I can. Yeah, it's just my man cave. 
for my music endeavors. And yeah, wow, that's what I got. Very cool. And an HM2 sweater, so very cool. Um, yeah. And I was actually just looking that up on the internet, like, is that a thing? And it is a thing. Uh, they can be purchased. I actually found one for $49.81 Canadian. But the HM2? The sweater. Oh, the sweater. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can. No, the HM2, I know you can get that. You can even get a, a plug-in now. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. You know. Uh, cool, cool. So going into the record then, um, did you record everything yourself? How did it get produced? Did you do the mixing? Did you do the mastering? Take us through the production of Ailment. Okay, so yeah, I did record everything. Um, there's always a, uh, um, a question coming up that is, are the drums real? Like if that matters on 2020, uh, but yeah, for some people it, it does it does matter, even though all I don't know 90% of the metal productions these days sound like I don't know I don't want to offend anyone, but it's I don't see it as a bad thing using uh, sample drums, but yeah the way the, I did the drums because I'm a drummer uh, it's my main instrument. Uh, the way I did that is that I have a, uh, also a place in my hometown that is Ponsor. And there uh, I don't have uh, the gear I, 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 I needed to record the drums properly. So the way that I did, I have a, a, always a, a small computer ready to record my ideas with VSTs, guitar. I write the riff. Then I move to the drums. I record that ideas. And after, when I come to Lisbon, uh, I will translate what I've played into the, um, the drum programming. So even though it's it's not real drums, the sound of real drums uh, are real drums because they were played. I just translated to the to the record because I couldn't have that um, that modern sound without good equipment. And because I'm not a music producer as a profession, I'm a designer. I, I do this in my free time, uh, and this is like my solo project, let's say, because I don't know if you're aware of that, because my, my main band is Wells Valley. It's another, it's not everything, it doesn't have to do anything with Neil. Mm -hmm. It's a total different genre. Um, and after that, yeah, all the ideas are recorded, were recorded in that space that I have in my home, hometown with my guitar and bass. And then um, I could only do that on the weekends uh, when I go to Ponsor to visit my parents and my family. Uh, so it was a long process because of that, because when I'm in Lisbon, I focus on Wells Valley and not on Neil, uh, because there's so less time that I can uh, work on that. And that took a long time because, the, I mean, the first record uh, was released in two, 2013 just got re-released uh, last year uh, so yeah it's a long time between the two records but it's it's just for you to understand that yeah this is not my main project and I don't have that much time to apply on it and it's also what I used to to try to be better on um, mixing and mastering and learning how to play guitar better and play bass better um, and yeah, that that is how I 
built the record, basically. It's like ideas coming up, I record, uh, then I I just join this and that. Uh, and when I feel like, like a song is finished, I move on to another. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, an ongoing process all the time. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, Neil's a different genre than what you're normally doing. So is it something that you're passionate about, but you, you want to keep it to yourself and it's just like a, an outlet for that? Or how did this album come to be just at its conception, just at its idea? Um, mm -hmm. You know, is the material not just not suitable for your other bands? No, uh, Neil, it's, it's like the half of the first band I had that was Neil Down. Uh, and then when I moved to Lisbon for work, uh, the members were separated uh, because you know, also because of work, one go to here, one another go there. Uh, and then I, I tried to keep the, the project alive uh, and it, it was just me and the, the, the vocalist from Neil Down that were left. And I thought, yeah, that, it's, it's cool. Let's just break the name in half. So instead of Neil Down, it was Neil. Right. Uh, we, we, we played some in the, we started on 1999, I believe, I believe. And we played like this new metal hardcore on the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I always tried to keep this project alive, but, but then I could not find people to play with me on my hometown because it's a small town. And then when I moved to Lisbon, um, Philippe, that is the, 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 the guest singer on the record, uh, he invited me to, to form uh, Wells Valley with him. Uh, and so I left that genre of Neil Down a bit behind. Uh, but I, I mean, I love trash. I always love trash in math metal and stuff like that. Uh, but it's not what Wells Valley plays. Mm -hmm. We were more like an... I don't know. There's so many names I I I know these days that people uh, uh, like stamp the bands with avant-garde, black metal, doom, sludge, whatever. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we're we're more uh, a heavy band for doom. I don't know, blackness doom, if you like. Yeah. Sure, so it, sure, it, man. Whatever whatever the magazines are going to come out with today, that yeah. people who are not in a band feel the need to attach themselves to. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, uh, and yeah, the, the it does the, the genre is totally different. But I, it, it it wouldn't make sense to apply this this genre onto Wells Valley. So I, yeah, I keep doing this because, I mean, Meshuggah is one of my favorite bands, and it's it has nothing to do with Wells Valley. So why not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's also a way to, I don't know, to express myself in some other ways. Uh, and the, 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 the thing that I taught, talked before that is to learn how to play instruments. And that uh, also helps when you, you, when you try to, to, to play other genres instead of being all the time playing Doom and Black Metal stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I was looking up some stuff in Lisbon. Apparently right now it's 16 degrees Celsius and drizzling rain. In Lisbon, yeah, a rainy day today. Which uh, the, the the last few days have been rainy days. Yeah. Okay, so that's summer where I live. Just so you know. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, it is currently minus sixteen here and snowing. <laughs> it's summer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beautiful. Now, a couple of tracks that were released from the album, I guess as singles, they're available on YouTube, and the videos will be in, available in today's show notes. Uh, Acuity and Watchful. So uh, take us through these tracks. Uh, why these tracks? Are they your favorite ones on the album? Did you feel that they would be best served as singles? Mm-hmm. So the first one uh, was Acuity, and I don't know, that, that track has a... Um, special taste for me because that track was wrote written in two hours and it was like on a Sunday uh, that I went to to Ponsor to visit my family and I I remember this because at 5 p.m. I had to take the bus back to Lisbon and I woke up at around 2 p.m. hangover and I moved to the rehearsal space I just grabbed the guitar played a riff uh, and yeah that that took me about two hours to to build that song and i think it's one of the best songs of the of the record because it's so straightforward uh but it also have that heaviness that i like uh and it's the size of the song it's also suitable for these days because i i feel that people don't like to spend more than four minutes listening listening to a song mm-hmm. and yeah uh that is the reason that why that re- that track was the first single and the other one uh i had miguel english from we- equal left that is another great band here from portugal that also um did a guest appearance uh and i feel that it, it it's uh a song that's uh, maybe resumes the record, if I may. It, it has the the mixed ju- uh, styles that I use on on the rest of the record, and yeah, because also because Miguel is a, a great singer. Uh, besides Philippe, that is one of my great, uh, my favorite singers here in Portugal, and I I have the the honor to have it on the record and also have a band with him. So that's really cool mm-hmm. because. Uh, I was a fan of his band before we started the band. He had a band called Concealment, that is one of the heaviest shit you can hear here in Portugal. It's really, really cool. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're into that style, but if you like weird stuff, uh, dissonant stuff, you should listen to Concealment. Um, that that was a band he he had before we met, and I, I was already a fan of of his work. So yeah, Watchful have uh, two great friends, two great singers, and I think it's a good song. So yeah, that's why I choose the second single for the for the album. Okay, very very cool stuff. Uh, now this may or may not leach into uh, lyrical content because I know you mentioned that Felipe did everything as far as lyrics and and the whole better concerned. Um, but I'm looking at the write up that I have across my desk about this record. Does this record have a meaning to you instrumentally, uh, like a theme to it that brings what you wrote together? And does this have anything to do with 2020, or did you was this record already written, you know, before the events of 2020 happened? Yeah, by the the time the year started, I've already started mixing the the record because it it, it was a process of I don't know five years building ideas here and there so I could join all the the songs for the record. As I said before, time is an issue for me. 
Uh, and so that's why it take, took that much to, to build this record. So it was like five years of ideas here and there. Um, many stuff that went just straight to the trash. Um, and musically, the, the, the name ailments uh, that I, uh, I feel like uh, sometimes you have that tiny, tiny things on your life that you just put it behind you like small stuff but then when all those little things accumulate you can collapse and that can lead to uh i don't know um major uh, problems on your life that also can lead to i don't know to suicide and stuff because people are so filled in with little stuff today like using the, the mobile phone at all the times and watching tv and listening to uh, fake news everywhere. So these little tiny things that just adds up, and then yeah, you 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 can explode on an, on a glimpse, and that's how I feel about the record. That yeah, I, that ideas that I, I I came together on these five years, like an idea here, an idea there, an idea here, an idea there, and those ideas accumulated until I got the record, and I I think it's an explosive record. Uh, and yeah, that's what I can uh, say about the record and about the, the title I chose for it. And th that title was then, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm like, sometimes my, my English lacks of the, that words that I need to say, and I can say it now, but I, I said to Philippe uh, the name of the record and what it meant, and from there he built the, real, the lyrics uh, based on that theme, because I think all the lyrics are a bit related to the to the to the theme. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Now, was the record always going to be released in October, or was the plan to release it uh, sooner uh, for festival season? And then, obviously, this year happened. Uh, another thing that you you should know, because I, I do not know if you know, uh, this is li like a solo project. And I don't do live gigs, uh, so it's the, the the choosing October for the release date was not anything related to festival season or whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it, that that was no special reason to to release it on October. It was just the the time that the label uh, Raging Planet had available for for uh, this release, and I I was okay with that. So that that was no special plan involved on releasing the it on october yeah. okay and you can always hire musicians pedro i mean i know nobody pays for math metal uh but yeah. you could always hire musicians and then you have a show it'd be fantastic yeah i would love to to do that but <laughs> as i said before time is an issue of course <laughs> yeah and all the all the, the the time the free time that i have uh i try to apply into wells valley that is my main thing i'm not saying that and yeah, Neil is just yeah this little thing. It's not because otherwise I wouldn't have spent five years uh, <laughs> joining uh, ideas here and there to to release a record. And uh, it's I think it's I'm proud of that record. So yeah, it's a it's a big thing for me. But it's not since it's not my main focus. I cannot uh, have that luxury to spending time with others other musicians rehearsing for a a live show if if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, so then, I know you mentioned the time is of the essence. However, uh, 
do you have a little bit more time now because of coronavirus and the restrictions and having to be at home? And what's the plan for Neil, I guess, then coming forward? She'll be expecting another album next year? Mm, I guess not. Yeah, not the, the, the coronavirus thing haven't changed that much to me because I'm a designer and I, I work, I don't know if even more hours now since I'm at home. Uh, and my girlfriend, she's also a designer, and we're both working from home. So that's it. The 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 24 hours a day haven't changed. So we apply <laughs> the same amount of work uh, every day, and we we have some more work now because I don't know since you're at home and you don't have to spend time commuting here and there. I think you're you have more time, and you sometimes uh, you feel like you're lack your lack of hours to, to do the stuff you, you would like to. So, and since I'm always um, trying to mix stuff and produce bands, so that time can also take time from Neil. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, this is the last record. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, 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 not that, but it will take some time for sure for uh, a new record. And maybe the, the idea is when I decide to start composing new songs for the new record maybe i i need to focus also on getting a, a real band to to do some live gigs because i from my opinion uh, i think this is a, a good record that could have like impact on live gigs because i think the, the music's uh the the songs uh, are suitable for um for uh, um venues uh gig like you have some breakdowns and it's it's something you can bang your head to. Mm-hmm. Bang your head and get some pizza. What would you be playing live? Drums? Yeah, for sure. Drums. Okay. So you'd be playing the drums. I'm not a guitar player, neither a bass a bass player. I can do some basic riffing. What you hear what you hear on the record. I mean the, the guitar is very percursive because yeah, it's it's not that uh, doesn't have all that embellishments and stuff. I can I can do a solo, for example. Uh, <laughs> I mean I can play everything you hear in the record, perfect. But yeah, not uh-huh. I'm not that virtuoso or how you call it. Yeah, virtuoso. Just the base, basic stuff. Yeah, virtuoso but, yeah. is probably more your word than it is my word. It sounds Latin to me, virtuoso. Yeah, it it, it is. It is. Maybe I'm just saying <laughs> shit. <I don't> <laughs> What's that word that you took from us and then Englishified it and then eventually migrated to Canada and then changed your accent from an English accent to a Canadian accent? It, it, man, we could go for days on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Virtuoso. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Italian or something. Now you sound like an Italian, yeah. Very good. Excelente. Yeah. Uh, I was actually looking at pizzerias in Lisbon and it, it definitely looks very... Very Italian. I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm so used to pizza here in North America, which is very far from uh, Italian pizza, and it's the restaurants that exist that do Italian pizza, like a proper margarita or marinara. Uh, marinara. You say marinara here in uh, in North America, and people think you're talking about spaghetti sauce. That's how far removed we are from 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 proper yeah. from proper pizza. Um, but it looks delicious. Uh, do you like a margarita, a marinara? What kind of pizza do you like? Anything that doesn't doesn't have fruit or meat. 
No uh, so no yeah, I, no fruit, no meat. No. Uh, lots and loads of cheese. Yeah, I'm a cheese lover. Boom. Everything that has cheese. Yeah. Boom. I'll I'll eat it. Buffalo mozzarella. Uh, you like buffalo mozzarella? Yeah, I do. Anything that is cheese and smells bad and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's some really uh, nasty uh, cheese that yeah smells really bad, but yeah, it tastes very good. So of course it does. There's a French expression that good cheese should smell like the feet of the gods. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a good uh, analogy. Yeah, <laughs> feet of the gods. God's feet. What is it? At the feet of the gods. Maybe I can't find it. Uh, so I won't bore the audience. Uh, but uh, okay, I believe that concludes all of my questions. We chatted about pizza. We chatted about acuity, watchful ailment, uh, guest vocals, the production into the record. Um, if you were to play live shows, what that would look like, uh, how your year has gone. Uh, we talked about your HM2 sweater and that those actually are available for purchase for anybody else who wants to get one or just have a really cool girlfriend or a wife to yeah. buy you one for you. Uh, you look great with a beard. I like your headphones. We chatted about the Ikea lamp that we both have. Um, took a tour of your studio. Is there anything that I missed that you wanted to chat about today, Pedro? Um, I don't know. Uh, could talk about so many other stuff. Uh, I don't know. Check out Wells Valley. <laughs> Um, I don't know about the design of the record that I also did. So it's like a very close project I, where I tried to do everything, but I just can't sing. So I had to call Philip for that. Uh, yeah, but if I could sing, I would also uh, did the, the vocals on the record. Yeah. Okay. Because this is just a um, smile my baby <laughs> like my project uh where i can do everything i want and yeah without caring about anything else mm -hmm. cool all right well that concludes all my questions so thank you so much for coming on to the rock metal podcast today pedro thanks a lot man thanks for having me